0: hey friend today we are going to talk about confidence the definition of confidence what it truly means to have godly confidence versus worldly confidence and how we can teach and equip our daughters to be confident in this world today do you ever worry that your daughter will choose your not so pretty past have you struggled with your own identity and purpose Wouldn't it be amazing to choose nourishing foods and exercise out of habit, yet still have the food freedom to hit up the Chick-fil-A drive-thru? Hey there, welcome to Raise Her Well. I'm Ashley Harvey, former college athlete and bartender for over a decade, now wife and girl mom of three. After searching for my identity in the world, I ended up tired, confused, and unhealthy. When I laid down my expectations and decided to open the Word of God, and read it as if it were real, it was then that I began to experience true breakthrough. If you're ready for biblical wisdom, tactical health tips, and mom life encouragement, you are in the right place. Make yourself an iced coffee or head to the gym. Let's dive in. Confidence is a little bit of a challenge for me to talk about because it's something that I've struggled with my entire life. I even though you know I played sports in college, I received my bachelor's degree, I worked very hard as a softball player, um, like I mentioned, and I just couldn't figure out how to feel confident, how to feel amazing in my own skin. I was always looking to others or looking to something to identify with and to give me that confidence. And of course now, in my late 30s, I'm not going to give away my age exactly, but I sit here and I, I'm i understanding, I'm in a place of, you know, looking back and understanding that I went through what I did to get to this place, a place of purpose, where I understand where confidence truly comes from and how, now this is the the key, how I can equip my three daughters... One is 20, another daughter is five, and my other daughter is about seven months old now. And how I can equip them to have confidence, but not just a confidence that we see in the world, which I have had in the past, and I've seen my teen, now young adult daughter have, and also my five-year-old, where the worldly confidence, and I'm sure you've seen it and maybe even walked in it a little bit here and there, that, you know, my my stuff doesn't stink, and I'm the best, I'm better than you, I'm better than everyone else, or some sort of, you know, prideful thoughts and remarks about how we are better than this person or that person or how this outfit makes us look, but it's not the kind of confidence I'm talking about today, and I want to obviously talk about the differences between a godly confidence and worldly confidence. So I did just give you some examples about worldly confidence. And I can tell when I have that a little bit, can't you? Like, this is the misplaced worldly confidence by comparison theme that we see a lot today in our culture. And it's hard not to do, especially, you know, if you're on social media, or if you are at a park, and you just, you're with other people and you feel like oh gosh that mom has way more together than i do and or maybe your teenage daughter says something like they you know they're just way better at studying than me so they're acing all the classes and or the other way around and i'm just so much better and it's it's hard not to do that it's hard not to compare but we've got to catch it and we've got to correct it quickly and i want to give you the definition of confidence. When I looked it up, just super quick Google searched, it says confidence, the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something, a firm trust. If I have learned anything over these last few years with raising daughters and being a mom, it is that I cannot rely 110% on myself and I cannot have a firm trust in myself. Simple as that. And once I've came to this place, I I have been able to speak to both of my older daughters in a way that actually builds them up with a godly confidence and not a worldly confidence. But also, I don't judge them for their worldly point of view or or confidence that is misplaced in themselves. Kindly correct it. I'll give you an example of like... It's something that my five-year-old once said, you know, in the, in the last few weeks, uh, you know, um, I'm so much better than him and I'm so much faster. Now, a lot of people would say, well, there's nothing wrong with that. And she is five. <laughs> Aren't we, when we were young and even still as adults, we're self-centered, we're, we are self-absorbed and we want stronger, faster, smarter, and all of those things. I just kindly corrected her and I said, you are very strong and you're very fast, but God made your legs and he made you move very fast, but he also made that other person as well. We don't need to compare ourselves to other people because we are uniquely made. And another example I can give you is, (laughs) I can tell when my oldest is maybe, (laughs) we listen to country music too and we listen to Praise and worship music. And right now, I think she's still in the heavy Christian rap stage, which is super fun. But I can tell, you know, when maybe the few secular songs have popped up in her hearing range, and it kind of gives you this, you know, little godlike persona that you are the best, you're better than them, and forget that person. And I'm, you know, I'm so cool. And I can tell, I can tell when in my own self, in my own life, when I've heard something like that, or maybe read the wrong thing. And I can tell maybe she's had a tough day and something came on the radio and she's just like, I'm all done. I'm all done people. I'm all done this. Granted, we can all get to that place. Can't we? We can all get to that place of just like, ah, so frustrating. I just, I, you know, I'm so much better than that. I don't care. <laughs> And pump ourselves up with a worldly pride that is not the way God wants us to live with one another and be examples of him. So I had asked her, I was like, well, you know, what happened and what what are you listening to? And trying to like pinpoint back to because you know your kids, you know them and you know them better than they know themselves most of the time. And actually, I would say almost all of the time until they're maybe adults and don't live with you anymore anymore. I said, you know, what's, what's going on? Because you normally don't talk about yourself like that. You're a very kind person and you think of others quite often more than you think about yourself. So we're kind of talking about what happened during the day. And then, you know, she shared with me what song came on and I was like, aha, that's it. And this isn't to like tell you to make your teenagers turn off the radios. I mean, you do what you need to do, but I wanted to share with her and I'll share with you what I told her the difference is between, you know, that self-righteous pumping up of self and then the godly confidence that I believe is way more attractive and way more uplifting and just a sense of peace all over it. I said to her, if you continue believing that, you will be so tired. And by tomorrow, end of day, you will be very disappointed in yourself because we, we can't live in that space. Just constantly relying on our own self, our own something, a firm trust in ourselves. It is so faulty and it is so false. And you can do all the daily affirmations that you find on Pinterest if you want, but until your confidence is placed in the Lord Jesus Christ himself, knowing what he's done for you and who he has created you to be, this is what I've said to her, <laughs> we're not going to feel 100% confident. And like I shared with you earlier, I was just throwing spaghetti at the wall. You know the saying? It Nothing would stick. I was a decent bartender, making a lot of money, power position, still didn't feel confident. College athlete, On scholarship, got my bachelor's degree, still didn't feel confident. In high school, I did a few bodybuilding competitions. (laughs) That's for another episode. Still didn't feel confident. I kept placing it on something other than him. I think that that is where we can help our daughters learn confidence in him alone. And there's a way to do that. So I will share that way towards the end. But I'm going to share with you about what God's word says about our daughters. Now I will, if I remember, (laughs) mark my words, if I remember, I will share these verses in the show notes. I will make sure I write them down really quick as I say them. But if we can just tell our daughters the truth, so I guess I am giving you this step. Our tactical and spiritual step is to point to God's word. And that is Number one, what I would say and what I have said to all of my daughters and even my little one (laughs) is that God has created her with a purpose. He has formed her in the womb for such a time as this. He is creating her to be a pillar in the kingdom of God. Her body is a temple. All of these beautiful scriptures that are true based on what God has for her He began a good work in her. He will carry it out into completion. He is our strong tower. We can rely on him. A woman who fears the Lord is a woman worthy of praise. And all of these truths can be said in conversation. And another moment I had with my oldest, and I think it's, you know, I heard the saying, you know, It's so hard when they're little, there's so much going on and you're not sleeping very much, but when they're older, I believe, and I'm starting to believe a little bit, you know, bigger kids, bigger problems, bigger things in their path that, you know, you want them to come to you. You want them to have that trust. You've got to have that trust. My oldest was sharing with me, you know, something she was going through and she just didn't trust herself. She was, you know, she was not really in a good place with some friend choices. And I just looked at her and I said, you are a daughter of a king and your crown is on the ground. I can help you the best way I know how. Obviously we can pray together and we can go to him, but you need to pick that crown up and put it back on your head and straighten up. You are not supposed to blend in with the world. You are not supposed to be a part of every group or a part of everything that says, hey, come look at me, all those little squirrel moments. We are supposed to stand out. We are supposed to be different. And it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be hard. So anyone who says this Christian life, this walk of faith is easy, hasn't done it yet or hasn't really fully stepped in because as a mom of daughters, I see the challenges almost every day. And I can tell you that there's those days I am like, yes, we got this. My family, were great. And here I go, relying on myself, relying my confidence in myself, my confidence not fully in the Lord. But when I pause and take a moment and I say, all right, even when we don't have this, even when things are going to get a little bumpy, which yesterday they did, which our family vacation, it got a little rocky over there you know, sharing a house with a bunch of people. Okay, you know, we got this. We we I know that God is going to work all things together for my good and his glory. I can have confidence in that. When I am just solely confident on myself, I am exhausted. I am telling you, it is exhausting. So I share that with my daughters, that I cannot do this by myself. I cannot get up every day, after being awake several times a night, spend time with the Lord, spend time with my husband, spend time serving the kids, spending time with them, playing Barbies on the floor. I say that a lot because I play Barbies every day. And when I play Barbies, I am multiple personalities and it can be exhausting. <laughs> and I'm sharing this because maybe you can relate when we are just relying on ourselves. It's it's exhausting. And so I would recommend that when maybe your young daughter, your young five-year-old or somebody, you know, maybe push them to their limit, to point out that they are unique. They are special. I saw something the other day that I've kind of put it into practice. And if anyone in my family has listened to this, it might give it away. But basically, it's um, it's a positive, like when you're critiquing something. So it's a sandwich. So it's positive, critique in the middle. This is not criticism. This is not criticism. This is critique. And then at the end, something else positive. So what I would tell my daughter who's five, is something positive. And then I would critique the way, maybe her point of view in some sort of fashion. And during this critique, I would be like, oh, dear Lord, <laughs> Holy Spirit, lead me in this. What do I say? I don't, I don't have the answer, 100%. I, I don't know what the best way to convey this is to my five-year-old. And pray that that gets the point across. And then something else positive about her uniqueness. And it's the same thing with my older daughter. I told her, I said, you are exceptional. You're an exceptional human being. You are an extremely kind person. And this self-righteous confidence is misplaced in yourself. We need to change that a little bit. There's nothing wrong with confidence, but it needs to be placed correctly. Because you are a light to the world. You are different. You don't blend in. You don't do these I am affirmations because the world is all about doing them. I'm not opposed to affirmations, okay? But I'm talking about biblically-based confidence, not worldly pride. There is a difference. And I guarantee you, any person you meet (laughs) during the week, you can tell. You can definitely tell if it's a biblical confidence, a, a a godly confidence, or if it's a worldly pride. And you can tell because the Holy Spirit gives you discernment to be able to tell, and that makes a huge difference in how people are attracted to us, but it's for God's glory and our good to plant seeds, to, you know, encourage one another. And I, um, I'm going to leave you with a couple Bible verses. So now I'm going to, you know, read. It's, it's to rely on the Lord. And when we can't, I think you, you get to this place where when all you've ever done is relied on yourself and you've come to the very end of yourself and you realize all you can do is trust in the Lord. This is confidence when you you find it because you've tried everything else. You've had all these identity crises and now you have these, or, or one daughter or two or three or five looking at you with, Mom, you know, am I beautiful? Am I trustworthy? Am I athletic? Am I fast? Can I jump high? You know, am I a good driver? Like they're looking at us. They're looking at us to pave the way of what true confidence looks like. And you better believe I high five my oldest daughter after we deadlift or squat, split squat at the gym. Absolutely. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> and we cheer each other on. We build each other up. We encourage each other, but we are not teaching Worldly confidence. We are teaching a godly confidence, a confidence, the feeling or belief that we can rely on Jesus and His Word, God's true Word, which we have a firm trust in. I'm going to recommend Philippians 1. The whole chapter is incredible to dive in, but I'm going to read this part, um, this section in Philippians 1, verse 9. And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Now this is talking about confidence, being confident of the very thing that he gave us, a good work in us to complete it, and this is an incredible verse. I mean, without offense, knowledge and approve what is right, that our love may abound. If we have confidence in ourselves alone, do you think, and if we're teaching that, you know, if we're being very unbiblical about confidence, how does someone who is worldly confident confident in themselves alone show love we are so self-absorbed with how good we are doing and how good we look and how good we feel that it is it is so hard to see past our own self to be able to love but when our confidence is founded in the lord that is when we can meet the needs and see the needs and meet them if we're supposed to And God leads us to that of other people and just encouraging other people. And that is true confidence. And I say, I think maybe confidence came up this week in particular, because like I I mentioned before, and we'll, we'll talk if I get going with a Facebook group for this podcast, but I was a member. I love Facebook groups. I think they are incredible tool, um, full of information. And it depends of course on which group and what the topic is, but Several of them I have been in over the past few years have been excellent. And I just joined a couple more. And in them, you know, I was in uh, basically a fitness like body transformation group. And I won't say exactly what group it is. And, you know, somebody would post a photo, like a progress photo or ask about a supplement or just some something like that. The replies were just so negative, like just tearing the person down for even asking a question or, you know, critiquing things that the person didn't even ask about. They were asking for an answer to one particular question. And they got just a plethora of just, nonsense. Oh my gosh, my head hurts just thinking about it. Needless to say, this past week, (laughs) I got the confidence and I believe that God gave me the discernment to exit several groups. I think I had, I think I was in like 50 different groups, 45 or 50. And now I'm in about 12, which is fantastic. Maybe 11, but 12 is a great number. So if I, (laughs) if I start Raise Her Well Facebook group, I'll have to get rid of another one. So I'm in 12 total. <laughs> For some reason, that's my that's my number. So I'm going to read you another verse. It's um, Jeremiah 17, 7. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Even in our weaknesses, even when we are not doing well, feeling well, I've been there. I uh, was there recently when I was very sick a couple months ago. And then when I was in my bedroom giving birth on the floor, on my knees. And maybe that's TMI, maybe not. I think if you listen to this podcast, it's probably totally fine to talk about a home birth naturally. And let me tell you how I was asking for Jesus. He came through. It was, it was definitely an incredible experience. Hebrews 13, 1 says, "'Let brotherly love continue. Do not forget to entertain strangers.' For by doing so, some have unwittingly entertained angels. I think with confidence, there comes this, you know, worldly confidence and the way that our culture is set up that with confidence, it comes with having to prove ourselves to other people, especially over these last year, two years or so. And I have learned that when I'm in this place of having to prove myself to other people, that confidence is still placed on myself. And it is exhausting. Haven't you been there before? I am sure you have. If you're a mom, if you are a daughter, if you have daughters, you try so hard to prove your worth to get confidence in yourself. And that is exhausting and misplaced. So when we place our confidence on him and in him alone He then gives us the strength that we need when we're weak. He keeps us going. We can rely on him, that he will complete good works in us, that we are his daughters, that we are a daughter of the king, that our daughters are his daughters, and we can teach that and pass it down. And in that, showing a correct confidence for our daughters and teaching that they will be beacons of light in this world to share love and to show love It is bold and countercultural to teach our daughters to find their confidence in God's word and in the Lord. And you better believe it's going to take boldness on your part. It's going to take courage and it's going to take daily, weekly, monthly, yearly practice. But God is for you. What can man do to you? If today's episode inspired, encouraged, or challenged you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you could take a few seconds of your time and leave an Apple Podcasts review. This is the only way I know that you like the show. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram, at ash harvey, that's Ash with an E, or email raiseherwell at gmail.com. Remember, you are a girl mom for such a time as this. Let's rise up and take our own places as daughters of the Most High King, so that we can encourage and equip our daughters to have bold faith and live well. Until next time.